guys. Welcome to the Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah. We've teamed up with MomCast to bring you the news you need to know in a special series from the Mom Voice podcast. Each week, we'll be sitting down with Emmy Award-winning newscaster Emma Jade to bring you the headlines of the week. So join us here and get informed to help your family thrive. Together, we'll figure it all out. Welcome to your Mommy Morning Show. But first, we want to talk to you about the Pura Smart Home Fragrance Diffuser. Okay, I love scents, and I love having my home smell the very best that it can. With the Pura Smart Home device, they've created a natural, pet, and kid-friendly product that allows you to set schedules and manage your fragrances from your phone. I love the variety of scents that Pura has. They're partnered with top brands like Volcano, Nest, Votivo, Times, and the seasonal variety right now are just the best. There's so many yummy pumpkin scents available. You've got to go check it out. So if you're wanting to give your home a little extra boost this season, go over to trypura.com and at checkout, use code MOMVOICE for 15% off your order. Okay, back to the show. It's the week of October 14th, 2021. Emma, what do we need to know? Well, we have more answers in the Gabby Petito case. I'm sure you guys saw this. This was breaking news all over when it came out. Her disappearance, it fueled intense interest across the nation. And according to USA Today, the coroner from Teton County, this is in Wyoming where her body was found, they revealed all the details from her autopsy, and it was confirmed that she died by strangulation. Petito's death was ruled a homicide last month, and the coroner, again in Teton County, said on Tuesday that the 22-year-old had been outside in the wilderness for three to four weeks before her body was found on September 20th. You guys, isn't this just horrible? He said DNA samples were taken would take it would be up to law enforcement to determine whether whoever strangled Petito intended to kill her. Petito had been on a cross-country road trip with her fiancé, Brian Laundrie, when she disappeared this summer. FBI issued an arrest warrant for Laundrie, who was last seen a month ago. Are you guys still following this case pretty closely? I saw the headlines today. Um, I actually missed that fact of three to four weeks. That throws the timeline. That's really interesting and shocking and so, so sad. I literally gasped when you said that. I was like, three to four weeks. Wow, that kind of changes everything. It's so devastating for the family. When you think of the mom and the dad, can you imagine being in their shoes? So, I mean, are we all assuming now that Brian did it? I mean, he had to, right? I, I, I mean, we're going out there. We're just throwing it out there. But he had to have, right? Oh, it's so sad. Let's get on to another story I'm sure you guys have seen that is bugging everyone. And it's Southwest. This even affected me over the last weekend. But one in four flights on Southwest canceled over the weekend. And it has literally bled into this entire week. There was 1,900 cancellations and delays on Monday alone, 2,000 over the weekend. Just to put that into perspective here, airlines like to stay at around 10% of canceled or delayed flights. Southwest was five times that number on Monday. So the airline has issued an apology saying the cancellations and everything is due to bad weather and some other constraints that have crews out of position. But online, social media, followers, people, they are not buying it. 
It's going wild online. There's speculation that this is all because the airline is mandating vaccines. I'm sure you guys have heard this. Last week, the airline announced a vaccine mandate for employees, fueling speculation that the weekend delays may have been caused by a pilot walkout. So the Southwest Airlines Pilots Association claimed the cancellations were due to management's poor planning. This union, they're aware of operational difficulties affecting Southwest Airlines. This is what their statement said. They're aware of the issues, but they can say with confidence that their pilots are not participating in any official or unofficial job actions. Have you guys been affected at all by the Southwest delays? No, I haven't personally, but I did catch a few friends on social media where they had to change up some things. I even had a friend that had to get home for Monday, so they had to rent a car and drive 12 hours home. So I saw it and I was like, whoa, this is a big deal. That, I mean, I would say, I was saying to my husband, not many positions have leverage like that where they can walk out and it's kind of okay, we've got to figure this out. But pilots, on the other hand, when there's not like a ton available and it's a ton of like, they kind of have that leverage where um, they might have to, if it is like they assume that it is this walkout strike type thing, they might have to kind of reevaluate some things. Back when we were having the red for edge strikes, when was that, Lauren? Two, oh gosh, yeah, two years ago. Something like that. I was just like blown away at the magnitude and the impact that it had on people's lives. And it was like, we all had to adjust. People were staying home from their jobs. It was like, it just blows my mind when like, there's a little kink in like the operation of society because of a strike. Like it has like massive trickle down effects. Same thing with pilots, with how much people commute, telecommute to work and stuff. I can only imagine the amount of stress this caused. Like when I was working years ago. I mean, I traveled weekly. I left on Sunday nights. I came back on Friday afternoon. That was like my gig. And so I was always in the airport. I would just be a freaking stress case if the pilots were not showing up. And then what pilots are you getting to fill in? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, you guys, I saw the best meme. I saw the best meme today about the Southwest thing. It says Southwest is giving away free air or free flights to anyone who has the vaccine and can fly an airplane. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Another really big story. I know that we want to be careful with COVID because we're all have different perspectives and dealing with different things, but this is good COVID news. Dr. Anthony Fauci came out this week and said, Halloween is on. Your kids can trick or treat. We can have normal Halloween events. Who doesn't want to hear that? Because right now we are seeing a slope in numbers. And it does look like COVID cases are going down, which many are hoping that means we're on the other side of this Delta surge. At least we're heading that way. And something else that was a really big headline this week, they are developing a pill to treat COVID. To give you more information on that, pharmaceutical company Merck and Ridgeback Biotherapeutics, they have requested emergency use authorization from the Food and Drug Administration for an antiviral drug, again, it's pill form, and it offers the promise that COVID-19 could hopefully be treated this way. So no longer having to go and get an IV or things like that. So 
it's still in the early stages. It would orally be ingested. An interim analysis from a clinical trial found the medicine reduced the risk of hospitalization or death by approximately 50%. So it's just interesting to see another way to hopefully fight COVID because who doesn't want another way to try and end this pandemic? Oh, that's super interesting because... I mean, I think we've already talked about it here that this could be something that goes on for years. I mean, that we might not get rid of. It might end up being like the flu. Nobody really knows. And so I don't know. That's really interesting slash comforting to hear that they might be working on something like that. Oh, yeah. I think it's actually like a miracle. I think that's like super encouraging. Something we have, we don't have any treatment for COVID, truly. We have ways to like, heal and recover, but like, there's no, you know, antidote for it right now. So to hear that there's a pill, that's a very easy process that could be accessible to most people. I think that's super encouraging. I had kind of seen you post something two, three weeks back about it, and I had not followed up on it. So I think that's actually super fascinating. And hallelujah for the Halloween talk. Like, I know. oh my goodness, we've had what? Well, I guess just one year. Was it just one year? That it was thrown? It was. 2020. Last year. Just last year. Oh my gosh, you guys. I feel like we've been in a COVID time warp for like 10 years now. I know. It was just last year. But I would say this too, guys. Let's just be honest. If Fauci said Halloween was closed, Screw it, would I'm we listen? <laughs> <laughs> I would just be like, uh, sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Have you guys noticed fewer robocalls on your cell phones? Okay, Emma, I saw this on your stories today on MomCast. And I hit the button, yes, I've noticed less. But that but did does you get not one mean- today? No, I've gotten two today. No, I swear they watched Mobcast and now they're calling people. Emma, (laughs) but no, like I legit, Lauren will testify to this. I get like eight a day. I don't know what list I'm on or like who. It is bizarre and it's always an auto warranty or it's like my Amazon order or some random crap and I'm so over it. Like I've talked about this multiple times on the mom voice and how I'm like just enraged about it. And the government needs to get on top of this. Okay. So they're trying, they're trying. It's not perfect, but at least it's going in that direction. And, And some people are seeing some success with it. So there's new technology that phone companies have and they have to have. The technology is called Stir Shaken. It basically prevents robocallers from using fake numbers to call you. The FCC required large phone companies to install this technology over the summer. It seems to be working. They need to fix Sarah's number, but it does seem to be working. Industry research uh, actually says that scam robocalls, they went down almost a third from June to August. So again, it's not perfect. It's not bulletproof, but we're heading in the right direction. Experts also warn that not every phone company has installed this. And that's not helping because obviously I got, I, I'm starting to get robo text messages too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We know, we've talked about this before on MomCast and the problem is it's still happening. Gas prices are even more expensive. <laughs> the average price of gas went up nearly six cents in the last two weeks. I, I don't know if... Uh, I don't know if it's because everyone's traveling. Obviously, there's more demand with October break and everything. Americans are paying more than a dollar at the pump compared to this exact time last year, which sounds like a lot. We do need to put that into context and perspective because we were in the middle of a pandemic. People weren't really going anywhere this time last year. But a dollar, that's a lot. We can expect this trend to continue, unfortunately. 
because the Organization of Oil Exporting Countries is picking production back up, but still lags behind the market. We're going to talk even more about some other things that are going to be more expensive, especially as we head into the holidays. I think we all have to just breathe and accept that we went through a complete lockdown. Everything is going to take a little bit to catch back up. But I am sick and tired of paying for really expensive gas. Most definitely. I do think I have felt this way about a lot of price increases lately, but I did take a road trip last week and I totally noticed and felt it. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. And I would totally agree that it's just, I, I don't know, I'm hoping deep down that it's not our new normal, that like the house prices are not going to stay as expensive as they are. And like food will go down in price. But like, I don't know. Is this just like, is it inflation or is it like that new benchmark for now what we're going to be paying? And I think I may have said this before, but the only thing that concerns me there is like, yes, we were all a lot of us were given stimulus checks over the past year or so, but like, I don't know if salaries in America have caught up to the price increases that's going on across the country. Like people in my life, I don't see them getting huge pay raises here and there. Like, so that's the only thing that like doesn't connect with me necessarily. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's super interesting to watch. And again, it's like one of these unprecedented things. Like we've never had a pandemic before and closed down the literal world and production and supply chain and like all the things. And so, yeah. Well, if you want to talk about things that aren't connecting because things are costing more money, but people are leaving their jobs at record rates in August alone, a record 4.3 million us workers walked off the job. This is being called the great resignation. It's a time employees are switching jobs in mass during the pandemic. According to a study by the human resource company Limeade, there's an exodus of employees looking for new work opportunities. Job openings surged to an all-time high of I think we're at 10.4 million now. It's nuts with a whopping 19 million workers quitting their jobs between March and July of this year. So among a thousand workers polled, 40% of them, so almost half, cited burnout for quitting. It's just way too burned out, which is a little surprising, I guess, because a lot of people were working from home, but maybe that has to do with the burnout because you never felt like you had a break because you're working from home. According to Limeade, in order to avoid further turnover and business disruption, employers need to make some serious changes to the way that they support and care for their employees. Can you believe that there are almost 10 and a half million job openings right now? Well, Emma, I believe it because I'm You're not seeing kidding. It? I see signs everywhere. I'm not kidding. Like drive down the road. We're hiring. We're hiring. We're hiring. And so I know I've kind of been seeing this slowly and I'm like, what is contributing to this? Because I can remember at the beginning of the pandemic, everybody stressing out. Like, am I going to lose my job? Am I going to have a job? How am I going to support my family? What's going to happen? And it's like so interesting now that we're kind of on the other, other side of it, that there's been either like this mental shift, cultural shift. I have no political shift. I don't know what's happened. I'm so kind of checked out of it all, but it's crazy to see kind of where we are now, given everybody's sentiment at the beginning of the pandemic. 
I feel more than anything that not only are we seeing it, but we're feeling it too. I think services and quality service has gone down and customer care and just all of it because they don't have the staff and the manpower to keep up anything. I feel like we're getting touched by all sorts of things. If it's even from the grocery store to your mechanic, they can't get through things fast enough for you. If it's at Disneyland, they can't even make enough food fast enough. I mean, you're just feeling it kind of a little bit of everywhere. So I know we're not even through October yet, but it it's time to start thinking about Thanksgiving. You guys ready? Absolutely. Thanksgiving menu. Who cooks Thanksgiving? Do you guys do it or do you go to family still? What's the plan? So for the past few years, um, I've, my family has traveled back to Texas to do it with my family. Um, we used to like alternate, you know, Christmas was mine and then Christmas was his and we would kind of alternate Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever. Then as my kids got older, I decided I really wanted to have Christmas here in our house here in Arizona. Same. Yeah. So we decided to do Thanksgiving every year in Texas. That's going to be our thing. Anyway, and so no, I don't cook. I'm not much of a not much of a chef in the kitchen, but my sister-in-law Lacey is incredible and she's taken it on the past few years and it's just my favorite. I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. Yeah, and we've always had extended family gatherings, so usually it's like grandma, my mother-in-law, someone else making the big turkey and we all contribute. So, I have not had to do a turkey actually in my whole life. So, <laughs> Same. I'm right there with you. And I, I do want to at some point, but not anytime soon. At some point when I cook for my grandkids. So more Americans are likely going to be spending the holidays in person with their families this year. Walmart and Sam's Club, they say they're going to be bringing back their large size portions of all the holiday favorites, the mac and cheese, the green beans, the turkeys. To save you money, the company says they will also host more events for shoppers to save. And for all of our drinkers out there, the company is also launching a direct-to-home wine delivery service in 16 states, which will drop off six and 12 bottle bundles of wine to members' doorsteps. So something to be aware of. Oh my goodness. People who drink are so excited right now. Yeah, that's wild. (laughs) Right? Cheers to that one. Yes. Uh, This is a really, I know that we're almost to the end of the week, but if you can, let your teachers know they can get free breakfast from McDonald's this week. So teachers, administrators, school staff, they're all eligible for the thank you meals. McDonald's does this. They just have to show their work ID. Then they'll receive hash browns and one of three sandwiches plus a free drink. The promotion lasts until the end of the week. So anyone listening, get this over to your teacher, your favorite teacher, because they need to know. Oh, I love that. Way to appreciate the teachers and give back. Okay, have you guys noticed empty shelves at the stores? Yes, Anything going to Emma, like Target or Walmart or anything? I went to go get Diet Coke last week, and there was no <gasps> Diet Coke at my Target. You're joking. Kid you not. I was straight mortified. I was like, what's going on here, guys? Not allowed. Oh, okay. So people are seeing empty shelves just about everywhere. From cereal to deodorant, paper goods, everyday items are in short supply, and it is a widespread problem. 16% of beverages are out of stock at stores nationwide, 14% of snack foods, 13% of frozen items. You know what I'm going to say it's because of. It's the latest effect of shipping and distribution delays. Dozens of cargo ships are affected. Trucks and warehouses are understaffed. So Target, Costco, and Home Depot, they're all scrambling to make sure that their stores stay 
stocked. Costco and Sam's Club, because of this, they're limiting items. We talked about that, how Costco's limiting some paper goods. Walmart, who's the largest retailer, announced pretty severe steps that they are making to make sure that their products arrive on time. We're talking chartering cargo ships, their own Walmart cargo ships, diverting shipments through less congested ports and rail stations, hiring 20,000 permanent supply chain workers to help move product through their facilities. The uh, CEO of Overstock, he was on the Today Show this week, he says this is going to be the new normal, not just through 2021, but through 2022. We have to get used to this. Like, Unfortunately, we're just trying to catch up. But there are some tips that were also offered on the Today Show when they ran this segment. Plan ahead. Shop now for those non-perishable items that you think that you'll need for your holiday dinner. Also, consider buying and freezing items like turkey and other meats when you see them in stock. If you see it, get it. Also, look for generic brands as a substitute for those out-of-stock items. And build the price increases into your budget because meals and gifts, like toys, are probably going to be more expensive this year. The number one tip that they offered on the Today Show this week, and it's hard not to do this, but they say don't stockpile because it's just going to make the problem worse. People who go and buy a hundred things of what a toilet paper that exacerbates the problem. Take what you need, buy what you need. It's not like we don't have enough toilet paper. We just don't have enough people getting it to the stores. (laughs) Emma, Lauren and I are polar opposites on this (gasps) situation here. (laughs) No Uh joke. My, I am like such a stress over buyer, not even in a pandemic, not even now. Always. My freezer is stocked to the brim. Every space in my pantry is almost full. I don't even know what it is. It's like, yeah, I just have no self-control, I guess, at the store is my problem. But then Lauren is very much on the other side where she doesn't worry about these things. And I love it. And she buys as she needs. And it's like, why can I not do that more? Oh, yeah. But then crisis hits and I've, I've got nothing. Got nothing. No, I, I I wish I wasn't this way. I wish I was No, like I feel like I would save so much money if I did not overbuy the way that I did. Oh, I don't know. Emma, what do you do? I, I like to get Christmas done early. And the only reason is because it helps me feel like I'm prepared. Like I like to feel prepared, especially when it's for my kids. But I've also ran into problems with that. When I get done too early, then I feel like the really good sales or the really good toys appear closer to Christmas and then I overbuy. So I haven't figured out the delicate balance. I wish I could just buy everything early and then unfollow everyone on Instagram so that I don't look at all the cool stuff that they're finding. <laughs> totally. So true. All right, everyone. So I guess get your holiday shopping before Halloween is over. You know what, Emma? I have some news to report. As of yesterday, I am all done for my children. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. For Christmas? Yes, I am. I like I'm going to try I'm going to try really hard like we talked about to have some self-control. I got the bigger things that I was looking for this season, and all I have to do now are stocking stuffers, and I'm going to save that till a little bit closer to the holiday. You way to go, are, girl. Right? Way to go. Lauren, when do you think you'll be done? I have not bought one thing yet, but um, coming this Monday, we have an episode all about the hottest favorite 
toys <gasps> out there. So check out our episode coming Monday. Oh, but perfect. it's definitely getting me motivated. I need to get online. I got to get going. I really do. I have an Amazon cart that has a bazillion things in it. I just need to organize and uh, get everything in order and figure out what my kids actually want and what I actually want. Do you guys buy like based on what you want? <laughs> oh, totally. I mean, I think I have, yes, I have the I have the things that support the image of how I want my children to play and all the things. But then I try really hard to like, you know, embrace what they love as well. All right. Well, that's all that we have today for this episode of MomCast. Make sure to check out Emma throughout the week on Instagram at TV. She is on there doing MomCast throughout the week when she's not anchoring the morning news or being home with all of her children, just being awesome. And then you can catch Lauren and I. We're back every Monday with a brand new episode of the Mom Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed what you heard here today, please take a moment, hop over wherever you listen and leave us five-star rating and a review. It really helps us. And then also the best thing you could ever do is share us with a friend, family member, or tell somebody about the podcast. We'd really appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at the Mom Voice podcast. And with that lauren is there anything else that's it this is a lot of good stuff it was thank you so much emma take care of each other all right bye-bye but before you head off to tackle your day we want to remind you about the pogo pass for years lauren and i have used this for our families it's a membership savings card that gives you access to lots of attractions and experiences in your local region The Pogo Pass is available in the Phoenix area, Las Vegas, Kansas City, Dallas-Fort Worth, and South Central Texas. In my home state of Texas, in the Dallas region, the Pogo Pass gets you access to the Fort Worth Zoo, Hawaiian Falls Water Parks, Texas Discovery Gardens, the Sequest Dot Aquarium, and a lot of other fun things. It's one price for the whole year, and it gives you lots of fun memories with your family. Go check out the Pogo Pass. It's at pogopass.com. And at checkout, use code MOMVOICE for $10 off each pass purchased. Again, it's pogopass.com, promo code MOMVOICE for $10 off every pass you purchase. All right, go have a great day.